Are you ready to get fired up? This is the Spitfire Podcast. The Spitfire Podcast is a weekly show filled with stories of inspiration, lessons learned, and ready-to-use tools to light a fire under you. This show is hosted by me, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, and I want to share the amazing stories of CEOs, professionals, and everyday people on their journey to awesomeness. If you haven't already done so, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and please leave us a review. We would love, 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 love it. If you got questions, comments, or celebrations, we want to hear them. So reach out at spitfirepodcast.com. Now, enough of the housekeeping. Let's get to the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Spitfire Podcast. I am your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach. I am uh, coming to you in December of 2019. We are on the verge of a new decade. It's uh, one of clarity, 2020. And uh, if you've gotten LASIK like me, you might have 2015 vision, so you see things a little clearer. But for the optometrist society uh, crew that we have listening, I know I probably have a large fan base with optometry. Uh, 2020, perfect vision. So let's set ourselves up for some perfect vision for our future and see what we want to change. If you have subscribed to my newsletter, you are already in on the secret of moving forward, reflecting, and accomplishing your goals. So undoubtedly, when we hit January 1st or even before, we start thinking about New Year's resolutions, about the things that we want to do differently, the things we want to change, and usually they are around pesky habits. But maybe our pesky habits are setting resolutions of putting some grand effort behind things to have a change in who we are. But what if we looked at these micro shifts, these changes that we can start making in our behavior, in our mindset, in the way that we think about things that can get us better results. And I'm part of this group called The Corporate Agent. Uh, It's an amazing group. I I joined it back in May um, to help start thinking differently about the way that I did business, the way that I approach corporations, the way that I uh, set things up, the way that I positioned myself, the way that I packaged my offerings, and the way that I delivered uh, to give the ROI to really prove the case for things. And what I realized is I've got a lot of hangups around outreach, around communication, around the way that I perceive myself. And I could put resolutions around doing outreach, around having conversations with people, but it's not really focusing on the behavior. It's focusing on the doing of picking up the phone, sending an email, but it's not really shedding a light or getting clear on why am I having so much resistance and hesitation. So let's look at that for a second because we can pile on tactics until we're blue in the face but we're still going to revert back to old behaviors because there are knee-jerk reactions they're the things that we default to and this comes up all the time on coaching sessions it's what what do we do when we start to go awry when when we start to fall back on past behaviors that don't work for us and let's look at why they work for us that's right bad behaviors work for us in some way because they play to us being safe, us being small, and it's who we know ourselves to be. And whenever there's change, whenever there's growth, we have this internal conflict happening of who are we and who are we becoming. So we can focus on the tactics, which is the doing, or we can actually focus on the being. 
So we have to become the person to do the things to have the life we want to have, not the other way around. It's not about doing the things, having the stuff, and then becoming the person. We have to start interweaving those elements of who we know ourselves to be so that we can write a new narrative. And if we look at the way that we see ourselves when we're under stress, it's usually the most negative side. So on my end, it's this little girl persona, this not being taken seriously, this not knowing what I'm doing. And it goes into a very small and dark place. But we need to identify who that little element of ourself is that we fall back on so that we can start to resolve it. We can look at it objectively rather than falling prey to the story. So when I get those like icky feelings in my stomach of like being pushed to do something, it makes me want to cross my arms and stomp my feet and go to my room and sit in the corner and not play, not be creative, which is the opposite of where I'm most powerful. So it's not about putting goals on yourself or goals on me of having three to five outreaches a day, but looking at where do I feel most powerful? Where do I feel most empowered to have those conversations? Where do I naturally fit in and feel like I belong so that I can make this part of my stretch instead of it feeling like it's an abrupt start and stop? So if I'm constantly forcing myself to do something, it feels like a punishment. And it doesn't feel like it's part of flowing creativity. So think of your resolutions as an extension of yourself, as something that's a step or two outside of what you're already doing, because that means that it's reasonable and it's realistic and it's maintainable and sustainable. You don't want something that's so grand that it feels like you have to become a different person to do it, because that takes a lot of work. And it's not saying don't dream big. I want you to dream big. I want you to have long-term goals and visions, but we have to have actionable steps that work on the here and now. So if we go back to my example of the networking of the outreach, what are some small steps that I could do that feel like they're they're a little bit out of my comfort, comfort zone, but they're, they're not going to make me recoil and dig my heels in and say no. So one of those elements could be, I'm going to go look for my target market my target audience that's already in my contact list. And I'm gonna start there. What are those low-hanging fruit items that I can do to cross off my list to build confidence, to build momentum? And then who are those people that are right outside that, that provide a little bit more of effort or uh, research or crafting in the messaging? Or what are the events that I may have been too scared to go to that I may know someone who's involved in that circle that I can reach out to and have a conversation with? We have to start thinking in a realistic standpoint and a reasonable standpoint because ultimately it's us doing it. We can brag about what we're doing on social media. We can talk a big game. But ultimately, we have to be the ones that are accountable to ourselves. And if we're not accountable, if we're not keeping our word, we're just going to go back to those bad behaviors that didn't work for us. And I don't want to say bad. I'm going to retract that, but I'm going to keep this in. We don't want to go back to our former self where things didn't work for us. If we're trying to create a new vision, a new pattern, we have to start doing things differently. But they can't be so different that it's too scary and our ego steps in and our, our defense mechanisms step in. So think about that, those step or two into that direction that you can start to do. And then once those feel comfortable, take that, that next step or two beyond that. Otherwise, we fall, you ever go to the gym right after 
January 1st and see how many people are there. Those are those people that are like, I'm going to get in shape, and that's my resolution. But come mid-February, even early February, it's a ghost town. And why is that? Because their goal is too big, and they don't have actionable steps that work them towards a consistent, reasonable, and realistic behavioral change. So think about a smaller goal. My goal is to go to the gym two to three times a week to make more conscious decisions around my diet, and to constantly move throughout the day. I want to get at least 30 minutes to an hour of movement. I'm going to track my steps. I'm going to drink more water. Those are small, tangible micro goals that lead to a bigger vision. But if we don't take the time to see what those smaller goals that may be not as glamorous to present or to talk about, then we're setting ourselves up to fail. Or when we do reach those goals, it's not maintainable once we cross that finish line because we're expecting something else to happen. We're expecting this crazy shift that happens. And the objective of having that change is sustainable change. It's consistent change. It's maintenance. It's those less sexy things. It's those days that you don't want to get up that you do. And over time, you will have those changes happen. You will have those results happen. It's not going to be, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in six weeks. Most times, those people put the weight back on. And why is that? Because it's not maintainable or sustainable. Or they're looking for the result to continue to happen. And it's just not sustainable for our body. So you can look at this from a mental side, from an emotional side, from a physical side, from a spiritual side. But ultimately, these changes have to be reasonable for you to do. They have to be trackable for you to do. So look at those big goals that you have for yourself. If it's financially, if you're saying, I want to make $10,000 in a month, well, what are those smaller micro steps that you need to take to shift your behavior to attract in $10,000 a month? Who are the people you need to talk to? What are those things you consistently need to do? Because just hoping and wishing isn't going to make that check arrive or that wire transfer arrive. You can watch the secret as many times as you want, but your actions have to fall in line with the vision that you have. So the vision needs to be specific. It needs to be, you know, clear for you so that you can reverse engineer it into those smaller steps. I hope this was helpful. Um, I have some worksheets on the website that will help work you through this in reverse engineering. And actually the new ebook, Prioritization Hacks, Five Key Tools to Maximize Your Day, includes the multiple step process of reverse engineering to get to your goal. So this isn't about not having big dreams or goals. This is about being realistic so that you can be successful, so you can feel successful and start to live the change right here and right now. You can start being a beer and not just a doer. Well, you can do it too, but you want to be it so that you can do it and you can have this amazing life. I hope this was helpful. If you have any other topic suggestions, feel free to hit me up at spitfirepodcast.com and make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Keep being awesome.